You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Sorry by Gilmai SP. We yeah. have a very special show today. We have Bengal tackle Fred Johnson. More offensive line. More offensive line, yeah. yes. We're going to interview the whole offensive line and get you hyped about the offensive line because this offensive line is going to surprise a lot of people. It is really going to blow you away. I am Dalio McDook. I'm joined by, as always, Dr. Hoji the Electric Esmoji and right. John Shearer. Yeah. Now, uh, Fred Johnson, so I was sitting there eating my, uh, you know, great value cookies and great right. value coffee in the morning when I read something that just, I had to spit it all out, which was, uh, it was like 45 cents of product that I just spit out. When I read Jim Turner's quote on our guest, Fred Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he basically, he said he is a monster. Monster. Now, he didn't mean he's a terrible person. No. He meant that he's a great, ferocious football player. Jim Turner also said that this kid, you know, I'll be teaching something to other people. I'll go, hey, Fred. What did I just say? And he repeats it back to me and more, and he knows exactly what's going on. He said he is as, as smart as a VIP. Now, obviously, Jim Turner, he, it's a metaphor. He doesn't use VIPs. No. He's saying that. But he means he's very sharp. Very, very sharp. Yeah. And Coach Matt Menich, you know, talked about this. Friend of the show. Big friend of the show. Yeah. He talked about this in an article, you know, and we're going to bring all this up with him. So, John, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. <coughs> oh, wow. Excuse me. <coughs> hmm. Hmm. You, you, you guys ever need to do that? Just like just clear your throat just so obnoxiously? Yeah, yeah sometimes. But I, I, I do a regimen of certain um, herbs and uh, oils in the morning that prevents me from having to do things like that. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like two days behind on my medication right now. And it's kind of oh. weird. People are looking at me like, is this guy okay? But really, I'm just an idiot with asthma. So it, it's, it's a communication error at least. Well, and it's a rough season for asthma. Uh, people who have asthma right now. There's a lot in the air, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, pollen. Yeah. There's a lot of pollen. Yeah. Not a lot of pollen where I'm at, though. Not sure. a lot of pollen when you're at, but, 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 no. but in certain places, there's pollen. There's, uh, and when they start doing the farming, then it sends things into the air that you breathe in, and it makes you sneeze and cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking, John. I will say uh, it's, uh, it's been an interesting day. I'm having a few celebrities over. I'm not allowed to discuss who, uh, but their last name ends with E-N-I-A-N, and they are very wealthy people. And so I, 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 that's why I'm in a new spot today. I'm, this, is the, this, is, um, this is my townhouse kitchen. It's not my main kitchen. It's uh, my guest kitchen, and we are having an aquarium party. So they are they're right now, yes, they're, uh, I'm letting them float around with some of my friends who live at the Hojiland Estate, uh, which are um, a series of orcas and dolphins that I care for. 
and uh, will will eventually help back into uh, we, re, we 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 bring them when they're sick they come here and we heal them using uh, special sounds of nature and the my special celebrity guests uh, who shall remain anonymous are swimming around with them as we speak so that's why I'm right here uh, in the guest kitchen the the townhouse has an aquarium no 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 uh, the the aquarium is by the townhouse you get there by a by an electric golf cart yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, guys, to... guys, Fred Johnson is here. Yeah. Fred, there you are. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Thank God. We have Fred Johnson on the show. How y'all doing? Good. We're great. We're so happy to have you. <laughs> You're in a very good problem. mood. Is there something on my face? Like, is that why he's laughing? Now? Yeah, no, it's, it's laughing. I forgot the shower. Sorry about that. It's the, it's the puppets. I didn't expect puppets. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you know, Fred, you laugh, but uh, pe- people give us a hard time about the puppets. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. It's about being puppets. It's a rough life. It's a it rough is. life. It's a well, hard I, I will life say we do, we do have. You know, Billy Price, as our bodyguard, he defended us on the show a few days ago. He was on the show. Yeah. He said, don't mess with my puppets. I love those guys. They yeah. really love them. Yeah. Did not expect that. Was, that was funny. This is funny. And Ken <laughs> Anderson, Ken Anderson said he can cross off his bucket list now because he was on our show. So just so you know. <laughs> Fred, Fred you, you were just working out. Is that correct? You just got yes. back from working out? Yes. And what does that mean for you? What, what do you do? Do you lift things? Do you push things? What kind of things were you doing to work out? What are you trying to get in shape? For example, I do a lot of stretching of, of the groin and the back. <laughs> we do a lot of lifting, running, pushing things, uh, anything to get you stronger, faster, bigger, you know. But, but my sources tell me you're already quite big and quite strong. Yes. Yes, I definitely am. But trying to stay in shape and do all that, it never yeah. ends. I mean, you look at the numbers, Fred. I mean, you are, I mean, very big, very large man. Yeah. Is, is three foot seven, you know, 626 pounds or something? Yeah. No, 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 no. You got that oh. wrong. Oh, oh, no. oh, Six foot. You got the six and the three mixed up. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to daddy has misread numbers on, on a oh, spreadsheet. Oh, that was closer to my physique. Yeah. What That's, I just said was You're to my three physique. feet tall, daddy, on, yeah. in the, and, in, and pushing you know, the, the double digits, uh, the triple digits there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Sorry about that, Fred. I, just, I wanted to, I wanted to identify with you. Yeah. But I've seen you shove people uh, out of the way in very, very brilliant fashion. We were talking about how Coach Jim Turner said he called you a monster. And, and he didn't mean it like as you are a terrible person. He meant that you no. are a, a physical force on the football field. And he was talking about how sharp you are and how smart you are. And we were saying how Coach Matt Menich was talking about that Dolphins game and how they ran a, a stunt on you. And you picked up on it, on that, you know, you didn't have time to talk about it because it was the onside kick, you know, late yeah. in the game. And yeah. the, next, the next drive for the two-point conversion, you were like, boom. You're like, I know what they're doing. You take on one guy, then you got the other guy. You're just like yeah. left and right. You're just yeah. like taking on everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell yeah. us, tell us, man. What, what was that like? Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins game? Yeah. What's uh, it like being a smart? Tell us that first. No, 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 no. Dolphins game. Dolphins game. How, can you can take us back? Uh, the Dolphins game was pretty uh like stressful because that was my first like time actually like playing 
in like like in the NFL game at like a specific position. So, I mean, it was fun. Uh, very like on the go, trying to figure things out as we went along. I, I think I was sharing reps with uh, Cordy Glenn, so it was like on and off. Like I would see stuff that he like would get, and then try to use that as like my advantage the next drive or for however long I was in. So uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty good. It was pretty. Uh, it was a good experience, um, especially when we went into overtime. My first like actual time playing, and then the first game we go into overtime at my home like town, kind of, and it was exactly. fun. You are a Floridian. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. yeah. And you started. Boy. You started football a bit late in life, is what is what I've been reading. Yeah, I started playing my senior year of high school. That's crazy. What were yeah. you doing up until then? Playing video games. Oh, what what's the, what's the t- tell us about that? What's yeah, the- I'm actually uh, sorry, Fred. I'm really into video games too. I want to know if if you have all the good ones. You have like Frogger and Miss Pac-Man and the Star Fox, and you yeah. have all the the no, no, you have like, all of those. That's like from the seventies, man. I think that's showing your age right there. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, obviously, he's a rich NFL player. You know, he has Food Fight and the more recent. You have an Atari. No, no those are old. Burgerman, Burgerman, those yeah. are old. Yeah, those are those old. Are old. Fred, those what are, are, what, what are old. your game of choice, Fred? My game of choice is Call of Duty right now. Oh, oh no. It's oh. Warzone. The shooting is the shooting, yeah, yeah. all about yeah. the gulag. He knows all about the gulag. It's all about, you got you to gotta survive the gulag. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't oh. talk to your squad. You died in the gulag. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I have know, no I know idea what any of those words meant. Well, and also <laughs> for Hoji, it brings a lot of bad memories because, you know, my part of the village colonized his part of the village. Yeah. It's very, it's very, um, yeah, it, it has brings back. It's, <laughs> they called, they called, yeah, just they his day. Street, I live on the gulag. But we yeah. didn't know what it meant. We just thought it was this met street. But now I'm finding out from you guys that gulag isn't a good thing. That hurts. But that's okay. Fred, we, yeah. had a, we, had a, we had a question in the uh, comments section from our good friend Ceiling Cat. He wants to know how is training going during this pandemic, and have you been working out with teammates, or how's that process been going? Um, training has been a little bit different, just because you know you train to go back to uh, you train in the spring to go back to like spring camp, like you know what I'm saying, like uh, like mini camp and OTAs and stuff, thinking. You know, you have time, like you have to be at a certain level. So when quarantine hit and all that, you got to take a step back and, and try to peak, I guess, at the right time. You don't want to peak a month before, you know, everything is going and stuff like that. So trying to figure out a balance is really, really the tough part. Um, I've been working out with Michael Jordan, you know, a defensive tackle that we had, some rookies. Came through the spot that we was working out uh, up, here, up in here in Ohio, and um, it's been a different process. Yeah. Uh, just trying to you know stay focused and and do what we got to do so we know we're we're ready when when training camp comes around. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and the quarantine must be especially hard for you, Fred, because you're a Gemini, and Gemini are so personable. They're great <laughs> communicators. They're sociable. No, yeah, I mean. Uh, Quarantine. I did the research. I did the research, Fred. The, the I, research. <laughs> yeah, I did the research. You were born under Mercury, so you have an agile mind. You're able to string things together. Jim Turner pointed that out. But you're also influenced by Venus, hence the charm. Other famous yeah. Gemini's include Reese Witherspoon. Well, think about the think about the charm of a Reese Witherspoon, and yet 
the the how should we say quickness of a of a uh, a Mark Wahlberg, a Marky Mark. So that's Fred Johnson. You just that's Fred Johnson, Fred Johnson because yeah. they're all Gemini's. And you know, Fred, yeah, Gemini. And you're even they, working, Fred. You're going to be protecting a Sagittarius. Do you even know what that involves? That's you know what it's like to protect the Sagittarius? They are freedom-loving individuals. He's going to be very confident. Very confident. They're confident. They're going to be running all over the place. Yeah, no question. No Adventurous, question. extroverted Sagittarius. <laughs> Impatient, philosophical, dangerous when provoked. Are you ready for that? Famous. Yes, Fred. Definitely ready. Fred, do you, can I just tell you about some famous Sagittarius? Yes. I'm talking about DJ Khaled. I'm talking about Mark Ruffalo. Dark, mysterious Mark Ruffalo. I'm talking about Tina Turner, Miley Cyrus. That's what you're going to be protecting. Can you? Miley Cyrus is a Sagittarius. Yeah, can you protect Miley Cyrus? I don't think that's my question for you today. Can you protect Miley Cyrus? If need be, yes. Huh? If need be, yes. Okay, that's the answer we wanted. Correct. You won round one. Fred, you you talk about charm, and when I think of charm, I think of Jim Turner and. He what what does he like? Like for instance, just some of the, the the things that the quirks that maybe the fans don't see. Does he have a snuggle buddy to help him fall asleep? Does he? What is no. his favorite ice cream treat? Does he like the firecracker? Does he like the snow cones? What? Just tell us some of the personal things you know about. What's his favorite uh, color? I don't know his favorite color. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay. Uh, but Joe Turner's a nice guy. He he's funny. Yeah. Um, very very detail oriented on what he wants. And how he wants things, but very open to what gets the job done. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll ask us, like, what do we feel like is more comfortable to do in yeah. a situation? But he'll tell us he wants us to try something out first, see how that works. You know, um, he'll he'll definitely he'll definitely coach us when we need to be coached. You yeah. know, and go over everything very diligently. So it makes learning the learning process that much that much easier as far as meeting-wise and stuff. Yeah, so and he's he open-minded. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say he's open-minded. Yeah. Maybe, would, you know, would he be willing to be interviewed by puppets versus? Is he that open-minded? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it will be a shock to him as well. If you want, you can text him. We'll wait. Go ahead. If you want to text him and ask him. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to text him because then he'll probably call me right now. So. Okay. Okay, go uh, ahead, John. Sorry. Yeah, John. Yeah, so you came into the Bengals in the middle of October, so you were kind of thrusted in into the whole process yeah. and thrusted into into Turner's coaching style, like in just in the middle of the season. That was right when you started to see some changes on the offensive line. What was that like going from the Steelers to the Bengals in the middle of the season, and then having to play for the Bengals later on? Um, when I like uh, like in Pittsburgh, you know the old line that's there and their tradition and and how I mean and how the Steelers, you know, attack every day. So. Like going there and trying to make the team and stuff, you have to live up to a standard. And Pouncey, Dave DeCastro, you know, the the retired Ramon Foster, Villanueva, all those guys instill something that, you know, that every young offensive lineman trying to make it in the league needs. And that's grit and that's determination to want something and go get it. You know what I'm saying? So when I got when I got away from there, not knowing where I would end up at, uh, I went to the Bengals and the first thing I asked Coach Turner, you know, not what plays we run, but what position am I playing? You know, like what what can I do to help the team out? And um, he told us, he told us, uh, he told me, yeah, you're playing tackle. And I was like, Okay, uh, I was playing guard in Pittsburgh. You do know that. He's like, no, you're a tackle. I was like, all right, okay, fine. And everything that, that I needed probably like 
outside of that, like everything that happened outside of that, like everything as far as me, what I felt comfortable to do and all this. Am I still in the chat? You are. You are. It's just that you're the main star right now. We put you on full screen. Yeah, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, just doing um, the solo shot. I thought you wanted no, to play this. No, I was just Yeah. No, no. Uh, basically, it's like you're playing tackle. Um, went out to practice, you know, whatever I felt comfortable doing, he let me do. Um, and I started excelling, like, within, like, the first, you know, couple minutes of practice and, and just honing what I got to do, learning the plays and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. It was it, – I feel like Pittsburgh pre pre uh, prepared me for, for life outside of Pittsburgh, you know, any obstacles that came my way. Um, I mean, that's great. Um, you know, you talk about uh, what it takes to be a Steeler lineman. You said great determination. Also, holding Geno Atkins is a key to, to playing <laughs> to the offensive line in Pittsburgh. Uh, I noticed they, they, Fred, they teach Fred, that. They Fred. apparently teach that. You know, Fred, can I just Fred. say something? Fred. So we know that you are a future star. I mean, you yeah. have so much talent. And you were you you did so much for the Steelers in the preseason that you you know undrafted, but you still made their fifty-three man roster. And then they release you and try to stash you on the practice squad, right? A very a sneaky, tricky, terrible, terrible move. So I'm just mm -hmm. asking, do you how much do you want to destroy the Steelers? Because that is really uh, that is kind of a goal of the show. That's the and of Bengals fans here on the yeah. show. No, no. I mean, it was it was a. Uh... Like I mean, I got waived, and uh, I mean, it's nothing personal. It's business. So I mean, I don't, I didn't feel no type of way, but you know, it's that type of like, okay, y'all thought I wasn't, you know, I guess good enough to stay on the roster through the times that they had last year and yeah. stuff like that. So it was even insulting. when we was, was even when we even even when the Bengals was about to play in the second game of the year, I wanted to play so bad. Yeah. I just wanted to dress up and at least get in like one play. But you know, it's yeah. still love there uh, with everybody. You know, through all through all the phases of the building, the facility, down to the janitor, up into you know the owner. I got a lot of respect for them. I appreciate everything they did for me. And um, they take and it's, it. It's just, they take it huh? seriously over there. They take their football very seriously in Pittsburgh. It seems. Yeah, Pittsburgh everywhere. The NFL. I mean, it's a business. You gotta you gotta come ready to work. But but the culture seems to be different from the culture of the Bengals a little bit, maybe. Oh, oh no, nah, the culture for for the Bengals is definitely where it needs to be, where it's going right now. Good. With the offseason that we just had and everything yeah. that's going on, uh, uh, in, in, like in the building-wise, it's, it's very – I'm very happy to be here. We're happy and to very, have you. Thank mm -hmm. you. And then just just like with Zach Taylor, yeah. you know, he's in a coach, very, 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 very determined coach. Yeah. I feel like this year is going to be a very big year for us and, uh, and the way that we move forward. And I'm just ready to – I'm just glad to be a part of it, you know. When Zach Taylor was born, I got my first colonoscopy. Can you imagine? That's how young he is. He's very young. What? Fred, can I, yeah. Fred, can I ask <laughs> you a follow-up question about uh, – you said Jim switched you up. He moved you – he moved you uh, – To tackle. To tackle. Mm -hmm. Did he explain why? What did he see in you? What did – why? What was the, what was the reasoning? I think it was just that we needed a tackle. Um, I don't oh, think I it was anything else – Besides that, and I mean, I played guard, so I play. I could play guard, I could play tackle. Um, he would switch me up in practice from left tackle to right tackle, just to probably see my versatility. I guess was the big reason, and and put me in a, a, a comfortable situation to see how I react, see see where my position on the team moving forward for next year would be. And you did. And I think, yeah, I think I think I, I think I proved that. So. Yeah.
So it's glad he gave me the chance. Yeah, so you played left tackle towards the end of the season, and now mm. I, you know, everybody knows that Jonah Williams is there. Was, was, was it much different playing right? Because you'd never played left tackle before because you were a guard at Florida and you were a guard at Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was different, yes, but I kind of got the hang of it quick just because it's like the same It's like the same thing, just flipped from right tackle. Um, and in Pittsburgh and camp, I would move the left tackle for like so like a couple reps if somebody was down or, you know, vet days and things like that. I would get put in the mix throughout. So it wasn't like it was brand new, but it was something I had to get used to. Yeah, well, you know, John actually wrote an article about maybe keeping you at left tackle and having Jonah play right tackle mm-hmm. because he, he, he looked and he saw, you know, there's a lot of, Still, there's a lot of uh, great pass rushers that line up on the left, and so Jonah yeah. would have, you know, uh, opportunities there. And so you were flourishing yourself at left tackle. Maybe you just keep that consistency. Is that something you, that Jim Turner has discussed with you? Has he read John's article? Because it's actually the first thing that shows up if you, you know. Um, research, yeah. I don't really think Jim talked about it, but, I mean, Jonah's first-round pick, you know, his pedigree from, from Bama and, and what he can do is 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 very left tackle list. Like you know, he he came from Bama. I mean, shit, you play for Saban. I mean, <laughs> you have something instilled in you. So I think uh, left tackle and, and and that is far. I let the coaches decide that. Uh, I, I do what they tell me to do. I still focus on you know trying to be versatile in what I do, but right tackle is where my main focus is at. I think that's where the main competition is. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I'm really curious about this whole virtual offseason process because we've been reading things about Joe Burrow in his basement, like standing up and calling out cadences. What what has that been like? And how has, I guess, Zach and and Brian, for that matter, been been guiding you guys through going through the through install right now? Just run, just go, go with it. I mean, you can't, you can't try to be like, oh no, I'm not feeling this. Like it's what it's what it is right now, and it's it's, you got to we got to roll with the punches. So. I mean, seeing Joe do just that, how he attacks the meetings virtually is is very, very reassuring. It's very, you know, that was the number one pick and he's 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 ready to work. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, like I said, reassuring and, and makes me confident, makes me want to work that much harder. I mean, it was a good Zach Taylor. Like, I mean, you got to roll the punches. I mean, nobody wants yeah. to do it, but no, we you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, there's a yeah, game. You know, yeah, go ahead. There's a game. Uh, you've heard of it, but there's this game where you can actually simulate football on on a uh, on a device. It's called John Madden. Well, 
Yeah. John Madden football. You mean Madden? Madden. It's John Madden. Madden. Yeah. He, yeah. he was a coach. His first name he John? Made it, he made a video game. You guys didn't know John Madden? Yeah. yeah. Do you play that game? Madden? Yeah, I play Madden. And do you play as the, the Bengals or the Steelers? Be honest. I play, I play as the Bengals and then I play with oh, other yeah. teams. But I, I lose all the time, so I don't really try to play it. They're going to change those. So I don't know if you know this. Every year they update Madden. And they're yeah. going to change all those numbers, and you're going to start winning as the Bengals. <laughs> I, so I, I, so I, I used to play John Madden. And what I would do is I'd put, John, I'd put AJ McKinnon in all the time. He would start. And I would always win. It's weird. I would always it was win. weird, yeah. Well, he was playing me. And I, I, I still, I can't figure out which way to hold the controller. But, you know, Fred, you know, um, we talk about Madden and, and how updating the roster, you know, I look at the offensive line and I'm actually really, really excited to see these guys. I'm really excited. And we had Billy Price on and he was talking about how he's getting healthy and he's developing, you know, he has that chemistry with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not just about different positions, but it seems like different linemen have their strengths. They have the things that they add. They're so, different. Yeah. yeah. And you put it all together and it, when it blends well, you have this, this coherent, this good line. You have a smooth mm-hmm. We have a question from Reddit from Intermittent Series asking, what is that particular characteristic or trait or a strength that you add to the line? I feel like I add a, a, a type of a type of just raw grit. Like I'm not going like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bend or fold easy. I bring an attitude to the officer room. I bring a persona. You know, like off the field, I'm a great guy. I can hang out with y'all. I can, you know, kick it with y'all. But on the field, like Classic I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be, you know, taken lightly or or under underestimated, I guess. And, you know that, um, yeah. Well, that, I feel like, that reminds I, me of a of an NBA player, a very gritty NBA player. He played 17 seasons, had the record for most consecutive games started. Have you ever heard of Otis Thorpe, by any chance? Who? Otis Thorpe. Very, Otis Thorpe. Yeah. That's my uncle. Oh, wow. How much of research have you done? We do a lot of research. Is that, is that, are you serious? You remind, and he's so gritty and tough. Yeah, it's crazy. Are you serious right now, Fred? Are you being serious? Yeah. Fred, we have everything about you right now. Oh, this story. Yeah, that's my uncle. That's my uncle. Yeah, actually, if you pay enough uh, money, you can get the CIA file on anybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. No, that's, that's my uncle. Oh, wow. He definitely... He definitely worked hard for what he what he got, you know. And I just, you know, growing up and looking at what he what he had, I wanted it, so I kind of followed in a different path. I'm guessing ball. a very different body type, an offensive lineman and an NBA definitely, star. Definitely, definitely a very different body type. Once I went to college, I was I was tall in, in high school, but I was lanky. Oh. I was like two seventy. Wow. So I mean, basketball could have been easy to play, but I just didn't like the conditioning, so I kind of didn't do it. Well, and I'm two eighty, but no one would call me lanky. Yeah, no, I don't think you're lanky. Probably well, like two yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> Fred's well. So we're all so so. Fred, you know, Dadio was mentioned being excited. I don't know if you feel the excitement in the room. I mean, Dadio got so excited about the coming season that he now wears adult diapers all the time. The excitement is everywhere. We're all excited. Yeah, everybody's it, sounds, it sounds like the the team is ex- as excited as we are. Is that the case? Mm-hmm. Is, there, is that sense of is there something in the air kind of feeling? Like a right sense now? of like a sense of urgency, like urgency. Ready yes. to get ready to get out of, get get after. I mean, all the moves that happen in the offseason, all the new faces, yeah. all the 
all the all, all the old faces that's here. Like, I mean, everybody went through the season last year. I was here last year for for eight games, and everybody's ready for a new era, a new uh, regimen. So, I mean, ready. just itching to get back and not being able to go back in spring really took a like really like made it that much more you know amplified and and then very and very like restful. If you're able to comment on it, how do you feel about having two of the preseason games being cut out? I feel like it, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, uh, with COVID and stuff like that. I mean, you don't want the chance to, to, to you know, affect other teams. But then again, you got to, like, think about the young guys and people trying to make the team and show what they can do. And, and players who were probably on the practice squad last year, who this is their one chance, like, you know, to make a name for themselves or try to show their importance, not only to, to, to the Bengals, but to other teams. Because, you know, yeah. the preseason is not all about making one team. Every NFL team watches the preseason. That's and, right. you know, guys get put on practice squads, get picked up that same week for another squad, you know. Uh, I feel like it's, it, it will hinder that. But um, I feel like health-wise, it was a smart decision in, in what, what the NFL is trying to do with try to not – control you can't fully control a, a, a pandemic but you could try to like halter it and like hinder it and slow it down you know so yeah, you Fred, know. i'm glad yeah. i'm glad that three yeah. out of four of us believe in this pandemic and this virus and that it's not a hoax that's I don't think it's a hoax no no i don't either that's me you and john there's a guy he's he's above this is a, right now. well this is a football show so we this don't, guy, we don't, yeah he doesn't well, believe the virus is real it depends it depends. If you look at the economy and the impact it has, you have to reconsider. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into this. It's a football show, uh, Fred. Mm. But, you know, uh, Day-Day Jones has a question because uh, there's talk about how Joe Burrow is ahead of the rest of the team and they need to tell him to slow down and he knows too much. And people are like, what does he know? What does that mean? How does he know too much? And meanwhile, Jim Turner is saying that you are ahead of the rest of the players. You know, who tells who to slow down, you or Joe? Like, you two seem to be operating in a different kind of, uh, you know, sphere of, of knowledge, you know, yeah. from the rest of the, the, the players or the rest of the universe. You know, what I mean, is that like? Yeah, go ahead. I mean... I mean, I think I feel like everybody picks up information at their own pace. Yeah. And I feel like certain like Joe Burrow was with two college teams. You know, he was with Ohio State and he went to LSU and probably ran different types of offenses there and different like route trees and stuff. Like I don't know quarterback, but just I use like like I feel like he used his information from those two schools to apply to learning the playbook now and and how that translates. And that's basically what I did from my college like career. I just use it to learn, you know, play like just use what I already know in schemes and just apply it to new terminology and and, uh, and different vocabulary that Jim Turner uses and that Zach Taylor uses. You know, every football is football. Football been around for the longest time and it I don't think it's changing like like Structurally wise, so yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like if you if you learn yeah. if you learn it somewhere else, you still gonna learn it. It's just about the vocabulary, the terminology, and all the other stuff. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know what else has been around for the longest time, but it is changing structurally. Is this show? Yeah. Because the show we used to have uh, pencil scribbles, but now we have puppets because we raised the money for the puppets. Thank you. <laughs> and we are getting a lot of Bengals players on the show. So if you want to reach out to your other offensive line, your other players, your other uh, you know teammates to be on the show, we are okay with that. You know, but yeah. we are uh, getting yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, so you want to do it now? We can wait. You want to do it now? 
<laughs> I only think of Mike Mike Jordan right now. Get him on the show. I want to talk to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Definitely. Wait, the Michael Jordan? Yes. No, not, not Michael Jordan, the one with six rings. Uh, but doesn't your uncle know that player. one too? I'm sure yeah, your uncle I don't know. We can have two Michael Jordans on the show at the same time. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. But you know, uh, and we're getting so much support from the show. I don't know if you know Fred Johnson, but we have six uh, uh, people who are being patronizing towards us. Patrons. Yeah, uh, patrons. And we have, you know, Brian Taylor, Tanner Green, Derek Davis, Bit Itch, Jeremy Conley. You know, this Bengals captain. He's that guy in the stands wearing the weird clothing. You see, we have captain, right? Tall man wearing orange. Yeah. Ooh. He's always you, saluting uh captain. He comes to the games, yeah. he's wearing red, he's wearing orange, he's he looks like a captain, he's got a big beard. I mean, if you don't know who he is, that's really sad because he spends so much money trying to get your attention. Well, Fred just started last year, man. I, I don't know. I'd, uh, he'd be in the stands. He's gonna, in the stands, yeah. He's in the stands. I, I can't see that far. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to have to tell him to, to wear higher heels. He's too busy looking at what's on the field, he's focused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, who's there? He doesn't have time no, for that. Yeah, but but you know, we have guys like Bit Itch are giving twenty dollars a month to the show, and our latest patron, uh, Nick Marks, who is in the Carlos Dunlap tier, giving ten dollars a month. And I mean, I don't know, uh, that you, man, yeah. Nick yeah. Marks, and yeah. I. I don't know if you know this. We spent um, three days together in the Bahamas, and we were wow. studying algae. And that oh man, is the funniest guy you will ever meet about algae. He has over 400 algae jokes. We share the room, room service all the time. And, you know, we were, because his name was Nick Marks, we were reading a lot of Karl Marx. So I love mm. Nick Marks. That's I'm amazing. glad that he's giving to the show and a part of the show. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So, so there you go, Fred. So, yeah, we just wanted to share that with you. And, <laughs> yeah, if you have a minute, we're going to end the show and we can chat with you off the air. And, and Fred, I, yeah. Fred, Fred Johnson, I hope you know how important it is for people to subscribe to the oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, please, Fred, make sure that they subscribe. And yeah. also, uh, smooch that like button. Please. No, 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 not yeah. smooch. No, no, no. Don't we, we don't even smooch in the like button. Just, just don't smooch it. it. No, 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 no. You want to no. smash. Smash. No, 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 no. When, I'm sorry. Okay, I know you, 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 I know you like passed it. the ESL class at Santa Monica College. But when you like something, you uh, smooch it. You don't uh, smash it. That doesn't make any sense. All uh, right. When you like something, you smoosh it? Yeah. Smooch, like, smooch, like mwah, mwah. When you like something, you smooch it. You don't uh, smash it. it Fred, doesn't, Fred, doesn't, Fred doesn't smooch <laughs> pass rushers. He smashes them. He doesn't like He's, them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't like, like oh, wow. pass rushers. Okay, so whatever you like to do to the like button, just do it. If anybody yeah. can practice the lifestyle they like, just as so long as our show is promoted. <laughs> so that, yeah, so that is the show. It's going to be on iTunes. We have the uh, podcast, and it's going to be up on YouTube very soon. People and will be learning about the greatness of Fred Johnson. Those who didn't know will know, and those who knew will know more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, Fred, Fred, I'm going to be watching you next year and cheering for you. I just hope you know that. And sending you positive mojos, which I do in a very scientific way. Uh, I'm going to be sending you. I have an, a meditation room. Fred? Dr. Haji East Moji. Yeah, the electric. Yeah. Hoji yeah. the electric Moji. Yeah. So, yeah, Fred, if you can stick around for a minute, we're going to Yo. end and we'll chat with you. Yeah. Okay. okay. No. Yeah. So, so long. We'll see you next time. SVT. Bye.